Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Sup, Powerful Nonsenses? Hello. Happy holidays. Yes. We realised just before we hit record that we didn't wish you all a Merry Christmas last episode. We could put out a little Merry Christmas. We could do. We might do. We might do. But if we haven't, then I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Um, and I hope you're all geared up for... Sorry. Thank you, Jim. It's not yet. A couple of days. A couple of days. A couple of days. Getting ready for your New Year's parties. That's it. Make sure you've got plenty of Lucas Aid ready for the next day. And um, and a flat bed with loads of pillows. Yeah. And... Plenty of snackage mm-hmm. to get those get that blood sugar back up post, post alcohol. Um, not that you're going to get absolutely hammered on New Year's Eve. No, no, no. I mean, you are, but... but they say millennials are consuming less alcohol. Is that really, really But true? we're not talking about no, that today. No, we're not talking about that. Um, because it's... Uh, in fact, I haven't introduced ourselves. If you are joining us for the first time, I am Wayne Ingram. I am Jem Yordis. And this is probably one of the worst episodes that you could probably could have joined us for the first time because this is our... It's where we talk about a, ourselves. Annual year in review. <laughs> yeah, we have to... <laughs> For the whole episode, we talk about well, we just tell about how great our lives are. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> well, it's more, more, more life lessons and things like that that we've learned over the last twelve months. It's become an annual tradition for us, and as it's the last episode of twenty seventeen, RIP two o. It helps us close that chapter on the year. That's it, and and start to look towards the next year, mm-hmm. um, which I've been thinking about already for a while. I mean, my next year is pretty set. I've, I've Sorted. I'm pretty. I'm pretty set for the next year. Lock and loaded. Don't have to worry too much. But we'll get into that in a bit. Um, So yeah. So it's an annual tradition of ours just to look back on the previous year and uh, about lessons lessons learnt. I think you've had quite a good year, Jem. It's been alright actually. Quite the successful year, I'd say. I'd say I'm pretty satisfied with the year. I think you fucking should be. I'd be pissed off if you weren't. Managed to move into my own place, which was nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Opened up second location for my business, What the Pitter, Vegan Donna Kebabs. Mm -hmm. Um, Had your one-year anniversary of your business. Had your one-year anniversary, which is always a good start. And we've managed to now obviously hire a lot more staff, step away from the business a little bit more in terms of folks on the bigger picture stuff. And we're getting our third location, which will probably open early next year. Um, been on a lot of nice holidays with friends. New York. I'm really bragging now. But it, it has been a good year, to be honest. I think I think if you came out of this year being like, this year sucked, I would slap you silly. <laughs> I would slap you freaking silly. You're tough, man. <laughs> My God, man. I wanted, I wanted seven holidays. I've only been on six. 
<laughs> I wanted two houses, man. I've only got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's been it's been really good actually, mm. and I think it's been very well balanced my year. Like a lot of seeing friends. I mean, I think so. Luckily, fitness has been doing well as well because got a gym opposite where I live, so that means I've been making sure I get myself down the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but also a lot of bit, um, uh, my learnings mainly this year is just kind of that transition from um, freelance to business owner in mm. terms of like that's been my biggest challenges but we'll quickly do a little um, before we kind of really get into those what would you say about your year Wayne? Uh, yeah this one's been a hard one mm-hmm. um, no, This it feels like I started off the year really strong and I remember in fact I'm sure that if I went back to last year's year in review episode i'll be like this year's this next year is going to be fucking great because last year i felt like i'd got all the chess pieces in position and it was like right go and it was like i was hitting the <laughs> pulling the trigger and everything was just gonna fly i'd just signed with a new agent i just changed job um and all this other stuff voiceover work was starting to tick over and and then things started to get out of control within the first, well, by halfway through the year, I'd lost that agent. I hadn't had a single audition from that agent. So my career felt like it had stagnated. Um, I'd worked on some amazing, amazing projects, which I have to say I should take some kind of solace from that. The films that I've worked on, particularly the one I did over the summer, uh, which was just one of the most fantastic scripts I'd ever read um, from a professional standpoint as something that I'd be able to be involved in. I just loved that script from the moment I read it. So that was really cool. So I had some great moments. I've met uh, some great people and I've I've developed some great relationships with people, uh, which is always wonderful. But from a professional standpoint, um, my God, I mean, I think I mentioned on an episode a few weeks ago, like I don't have a morning routine anymore. I just, uh, until about a month ago, I hadn't realized just how much I'd let my life fall into chaos. And I think part of it was because once I'd lost that agent, I kind of went, it really deflated me, Mm. really, really deflated me. And I was just kind of like, (sighs) and I was in the midst of actually producing a show for the Camden Fringe Festival. So at the time I was kind of like, well, I'll worry about the agent thing later. And then when it came to actually having to face the fact that I didn't have the agent anymore, I kind of went, I don't even know what my tactic is now because that was the second agent I'd lost through no fault of my own, might I add, um, in 12 months. Mm -hmm. And it was like, damn, 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 damn. So it's been quite, quite the challenge this year for sure. Um, and was not, was not in fact i'd probably say out of all of the years since uni this has probably been the most disappointing Mm -hmm. and i think that's what's interesting as well like sometimes you can plan everything and think yes this is the year but then there could be a year that super challenges you sometimes you don't even know whether like i didn't plan for this to be a good year for all those things to kind of happen and sometimes Mm -hmm. things fall in place but i think a lot of the time you can't really tell how it's going to go opportunities will arise when they arise Mm -hmm. but i think what you've done quite cleverly um, towards the tail end of this year is actually set something up that you can be optimistic and have hope next year mm. which i think a lot of people should kind of think about that how can you line something up that it's because people might go for this year and sometimes you you'll be like i can't believe we're talking about the end of the year like i can't believe it's already done and i remember at the beginning i wanted to do all these different things and suddenly it's over but i think 
and then suddenly you lose that motivation. You think, well, if this year is bad and I feel shit now, imagine what next year is going to be like. But mm-hmm. I think what you have to do is find a way to see some hope and something that gives you that fire for the next year that lines you up a new challenge. For me, that new challenge is opening another shop. Who knows, we might open another one. We might even get our fourth location next year. But they're things that are kind of firing me up, making me see that I've got to become better in myself as a business. Mm-hmm. I've got to manage my energy better. And I think for you, Wayne, if you want to share like what you've kind of set up just to make sure that you're not going into the next year with that sort of defeated attitude. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I, and I said this to a friend um, on the day that I found out that this was going to go ahead, that actually the end of the year, December, no, late November, early December seems to be my time of year where I'm like, yes, I'm firing on all cylinders. I've got stuff set up. And I think it's because kind of as you were saying, I start thinking about next year before I think a lot of people do. Once October comes by and Halloween's kind of fast approaching, as soon as Halloween's kind of in the zeitgeist, I'm kind of like, okay, the year's coming to a close now. You start wiping that slate clean. That's it. I start going, okay, (laughs) what's not worked for me so much this year? What can I do next year that's better? And so then I start getting the ball rolling every year for the last four years I've managed to get something set up to get me in a position where I'm kind of like yeah and it's interesting that we've been doing this podcast for about four years and I think there's something in that in this kind of idea that we together start thinking about um, that sort of stuff and now it's become a, a yearly habit for me to start thinking about okay that's what this year has been. What can I get set up to get myself in a good, good position? Uh, the one year it was that Christmas show. Then, uh, then the following two years was a new agent. Um, actually, no, that's bullshit. So, <laughs> no, it was an agent, then Christmas show, then a n- new agent, and then this thing, which is that I'm going back to drama school in the new year. Um, a good drama school, I think. Um, I'm very optimistic. It's uh, making waves in the industry. It's not one of those where people go, oh, yeah, I know that place. But it's, you know, when the BBC are reporting on it as the new up and coming kind of place, it's multi award winning. It's trained some people that are in some amazing franchises that I'd love to uh, be in myself one day, namely John Boyega, BAFTA winner. Um in Star Wars, which everybody knows that's listened to this long enough, is like my favorite franchise in the entire world. Um, they have an agency attached to them as well. So the students that they are most impressed with, they'll sign with the agency. And that's the agency that John Boyega and all these other uh, alumni are still attached to. That's how good it is. And I just feel really optimistic because I, I may have said this on the podcast before, I don't know, but I feel like when I came out of training the first time, I kind of ballsed it up and I have a lot of regrets about how I dealt with the first two years of coming out because you're you're a fresh, new, exciting commodity when you come out of training. And by the time I actually started looking for an agent because I was like, eh, I don't need an agent. By the time I'd looked for it, that freshness was gone. It wasn't an exciting commodity anymore because it's like, well, what have you done for two years? Uh, so I have a lot of regret about that. Um, but now because also I'm going back into training and I've said this to you a lot, it takes the pressure off me in many ways to find the time and work out what I'm going to do to further my career because I've almost got a program lined up to do that and the time committed already. So it's, it's going to be the same times every week. It's like, and it's part-time as well, which is great because it means that I don't have to give up 
everything that I've worked really hard to build in the last six years. Um, so it's kind of just a win-win-win for me. And yeah, I think a good thing that people can take away from that lesson is just that a lot of the time you feel like you're veering away from what you're trying to head to. And I think it's, it's accepting that actually maybe the, the method or the plan you have you think you have is just not the right one. It's not yeah. going to get you there right now. And so you've got to say, okay, what else can I do? Or is there another way? And I think obviously for you, you did the research to see that this was a place that kind of had that bit that you felt you were missing. And who knows, it might, you might do this two years in review and say, well, it was really good, but it didn't come it didn't to anything. Off, it didn't I pay off. It would, yeah. But again, I think that's what happens all the time. Like things don't always work in the direct way you want, mm-hmm. but they definitely lead to another door that will eventually. Well, that's it. And so you just kind of go with what feels right in that moment. And then mm-hmm. eventually it might be five years down the line that that thing pays off or it brings you back around some other way. Mm-hmm. And I think, the ultimate thing is just to kind of make sure that you are always having that forward momentum and you yeah. do know where you want to get to. And again, it's it's the ability to sustain that sort of motivation. It's the ability to keep going. Wayne could have been like, mm. fuck it, that's my second agent that just left me. Have I got something wrong with me? Am I good enough? Maybe this is pointless. Look, I'm getting all these other external pressures and it could kind of get to you to a point. But luckily, you've put yourself in that mentality that you are re- willing to take the constant knockbacks, the punches. Mm. And I think in any time you're doing something that you really really want to do you've kind of got to go in there with your headgear on your gloves your padding because every single time you think you're doing the right thing you're going to get knocked on your ass and be told actually Mm. no if there's more to come yeah well i think i think the interesting word that you used was momentum um and i think it's interesting because i had felt as though after losing that second agent and actually whilst i was signed with them i didn't get any auditions from them not well not one well i got a self-tape but i think i think that was me that got that to be honest and that's not even blowing my own trumpet that's just because i had a good relationship with that casting director already Mm -hmm. um so i'd say i didn't get a single audition from them in six months and um i i because of that because that was such a shit start to the year um the first half was just pants um, all that momentum that I'd had, which I'd been trying to like push through for six years had just, it felt like I'd just completely come to a stop. It wasn't even like it was a slow move forward. Now it was like, okay, my career has stopped. It has stopped dead. And it was like, okay, now I need to pump it with something just to give it a really good, like, you know, when you're like swimming and the, you push off the wall, I was like, I just need to give me that push and I need something. And it just so happened that this drama school just kept popping up on my radar. Um, and it was in many ways is, which you kind of, um, suggested it was just a gut reaction. My gut went just fucking do it. Just go, just take the gamble. What have you got to lose? Really just money. And mm-hmm. I was like, do you know what? Do it. So, so I'm really excited for the next year because in many ways the pressure's off, but also in many ways the pressure's really fucking on. And mm-hmm. the pressure's on in a way that it's not been for a long time. But this time I've got everything set up around me. I've built such a strong foundation around life that actually now I feel like I'm better equipped than I was before to go into that and come out the other side in a much stronger position. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to see do it when we do this again next year, just to see what that year brought you. <laughs> mm, yeah, I <laughs> think it'd be really interesting. Yeah, it's lining you up, but who knows? You don't it's, know what it's, it's going to be. It is. I mean, I know it's a cliche, but it does feel like it's like, okay, it's a new chapter. Mm-hmm. It does feel that. Like, it's people say that about a new year all the freaking time, but it does. It feels like the most significant 
thing I've done since I went to training the first time. Yeah, and I it think feels a, that a lot of people probably have that same mentality where you're like, you know what, I'm going to quit my job before Christmas and the new year I'm going to do something new or I'm going to go traveling or I'm going to... Mm. And I think it's nice sometimes to have those refreshes in life where you do feel like you're taking a next step. For me, last year starting my business in July... That was like I knew I was putting myself on a different trajectory. It was not an area yeah. that I thought I was ever going to go down. And I feel I'm currently now riding that wave of a new trajectory that I've taken myself on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I'm going to be on that wave, but I'm enjoying it for now. It's pushing me in new directions. And I think it's nice and it's it's fun to know that you're now taking a little swerve in how your life is going. And mm-hmm. I think if you're someone who's listening to this and you feel like, you know what, I feel like I'm on that where the the sea hits the shore and it just frickle, it trickles out and it's around the pebbles and you feel like it's flattened out. There's nothing there. Or if you're in Wayne's situation where you just feel like you've hit a, a dead end, like the wheels are spinning, whether you felt the wheels are spinning, but now they're not going anywhere. I think that's a good opportunity to kind of really think about how you're going to set up what you want to do next because the worst thing you can do is go into the new year kind of hazy and think, well, I might do this and I might do that and I might commit to this and I might quit my job. And I might, I think you have to get very definite mm-hmm. with what you want because only when you know what you're aiming for, can you kind of foster that motivation to actually go for it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And it's kind of, in many ways, it's kind of a shame. I mean, it's partly our fault because we didn't actually realize that until two days ago that we were actually having to do our year in review episode. But I, in a way, I'm kind of slightly disappointed that this episode is going out when it is and not two weeks before because I feel like the time before the new year hits is so valuable. I use my Christmas period where I, I turn off from all work and I just I just use that time just to think about what my priorities are, how I want the next year to be. And I think it's such a valuable time that I kind of, if you do listen to this before the new year hits you've got a couple of days just just take the time to think go for a walk just go to the park just sit in the cold random warm take a flask with you just sit and just ponder and ponder and ponder because it's so so valuable and it really does just change so much and i'm pretty sure we have like an old episode where we actually there's a system of someone else's system Mm. that helps you break down your year do you remember that episode there's one episode we did, I'm definitely going to link into it, where it's a literally like a more of a systemized way of analyzing how your year's been, what you want from the next year. And I think if you go through that, and actually I think that's usually what we kind of mm. use for our end of year reviews. Yeah. But I think if you go back to that and I'll share it, I think that's a good sort of foundation for kind of if you've got that downtime um, over the new year. Some people don't go to work till like the 5th, 6th of January yeah. and stuff like that. So just use but that But make time. sure you do it before you go back into your normal routine because you'll miss as soon as you get busy as soon as the wheels are rolling and everybody wants your attention again because it's, it's lovely on a, on a weekend or when you've got a good period of time because mm. there's no input coming from every angle ask making everyone and making that's, asks. that's why the christmas period is so good to do it because everybody nobody's working yeah it's an opportunity to kind of start focusing in on yourself and say okay what do i feel currently because a lot of the time we are just so busy that we stop we haven't got even the time to feel mm. how we feel and what, what, what we're going to do about it ultimately. Yeah. So, um, God, we're 18 minutes into this episode and I don't even know how that's happened. Um, next year for you, Jim, um, what are you hoping for? What are you expecting? What are you, what's your plan? Do you have a plan? Are you, to be what's honest, next year for you? To be honest, I never really, again, I never make a serious plan. I do want to push myself. So for me, it is growing the business. Like I'm happy with my relationships. I'm happy with my friendship groups. I'm happy with um, the amount I'm traveling. For me, it's just kind of, it's more of that sort of career 
side of things of how much can I push my business because I've done the freelance thing. I've done all right. Now I moved into sort of having a business. I still have my freelance stuff going on, but I just want to see like how far can I push a business because I feel for me that's kind of challenged a lot of what we've been talking about over the last four years in the podcast. I had a mm. friend ask me the other day, he was like, how much do you think the podcast has actually helped you to build your business? And I said massively because everything that I've been speaking about, not that we knew at the time, we were talking out of kind of just, this is some knowledge we've got, but yeah. now I'm applying everything that I've kind of learned as I'm talking on the podcast and I'm mm. putting that into work with how I manage staff. I'm putting that into work with how we create systems for our business. I'm putting that into how I manage my own energy so that I don't get burnt out and overwhelmed. Mm. And so for me, a lot of the podcast has been a great kind of lineup to create my business. Mm. And so for me, it's just pushing myself to see how far the business can go. We've had interest from investors. We've had interest all over the world. People want us to open up. But I mean, initially, we're just going to take our time build build slowly and consistently and just see what happens really i'm just enjoying it it's giving me a different sort of um a different way of approaching life and so mm. we'll see where that will take me so obviously that's gone really well for you you've had a very successful year as we said um whereas i not so much um what would you say then have been like the biggest lessons the biggest struggles the biggest challenges that you had over this last year and is there anything that you're going to do to like mitigate those or even solve those completely um next year? yeah i think when you've got like you're taking on bigger challenges like you say as we're trying to grow we're trying to scale i think you start to realize just how important systems are and actually having procedures and mm. at the moment we're still a small business so it means that we are doing a lot we've both got a lot of hats on at once me and my yeah. business partner and so for me seeing that as you scale and as you try to grow unless you've got those foundations there that you've actually built the systems in place mm -hmm. it's not going to happen but at the same time it's also kind of learning to trust other people I've, we've got to this point and we keep iterating to each other that stop trying to make everything 100% and if we can get it to 80 the business will still run so 80% is what we aim for and it means that we stop breathing down pit managers of the stores next we kind of say you know what let them step up let them prove to us they can't do it rather than us assume that they can't do it so there's been a lot of lessons in that and i think and i think because of the failures because of when i felt stressed i'm like why am i feeling so stressed i'm like because i'm doing what i'm doing in such a clunky way it's not an efficient way of doing anything this makes me so happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's weird because as i say i'm not super detailed like i'm not that's not my kind of style but i think as well when you're working with someone who's opposite of that i think sometimes it pulls everyone's got these mm. abilities in them but it pulls that, those elements out of you and as a business i think mm. you've got to see where are those um roadblocks in the business what's causing the stress well well, this thing's stressing me out. Okay, why is it stressing me out? Well, because this has to happen. Why does that have to happen? And can it be done a better way? Mm -hmm. Yes, it can. Okay, what's the better way? Let's try it. That better way didn't work. There's another better way. Let's try that. And then soon enough, we're now in, at that point where we don't really have to be in the stores all the time, yeah. but we're managing from afar and we're giving other people trust. Yeah, I think for me, from an outside perspective, the, the biggest sort of area of growth I've seen for you, which you touched on, was your now very aware of efficiency and you're very aware of system and you're very aware of being in control of your time and your um whereas a few years ago i remember i remember you admonished let's use the word admonished uh, me for not being um it's like it's like telling off okay but but not like a telling off but a sort of gentle telling off okay. um for 
me not being free flow enough um, with the way that I work. And, and although you are still to a degree fairly free flow, I think you've, you've now turned on that a little bit and you've kind of understood where my perspective has always been, which is no, be super organized, be super, because the more organized you are, the more efficient you can be. And therefore the more time you Mm. have. Um, and it's been really interesting to see that transition, like conversations that we've had about you at you and your interaction with what the pitter and how you've suddenly become much more, um, don't necessarily want to use the word regimented, but it's much more systemized and it's yeah, all about efficiency I, now. I totally agree. And I think uh, what I've learned is that actually you can have free flow, but you can plan free flow. Yes. And so it's, I have things that need to get done on a need, like they have to get done. But then I also know that actually if I want some downtime to go gym, I need to time that around the need to do's. Mm. And so I think that's kind of helped me a lot. It's like, you know, you say that it's crazy. Like now, whenever we do a podcast, I'm like, wait, send me the calendar invite before I'll be like, just turn up on Wednesday, whenever yeah. you like, and we'll just crack on with it. And when you're like, send me the calendar invite, I'm like, hell fucking yes, I'll send you the calendar invite. <laughs> Cause <laughs> it's in date. my diary. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, that's definitely a good observation. I think mm. it just, I, I had to be that way as well. And the other side of it, having a home, like you'd realize flipping out like well this is it and i did say this to you when you first bought the place i was like i think you're going to have a bit of a shocker Mm -hmm. in just how much less time you'll Mm. have because you actually (laughs) no offense actually have to look after yourself yeah it's true um i didn't realize and and though you know you've you've never been bad at looking after yourself in many respects i don't think you necessarily had the day-to-day this is me Washing, looking after. cleaning That's the house, it. the duties, the general duties. That's it, and I, and I think you, you, you had a. You, it was a, it was a struggle it, to watch sometimes. Initially, mm-hmm. you kind of going, "Fuck, I can't believe I've got to do this." I'm like, "I've been doing that for six years." Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> chill your true. beans. Um, <laughs> but I think it's been. That's. I think you've actually learned a lot about. Um, I don't want to say life. But I feel like you've had, I think you've gained more general everyday life experience this year um, about a lot of things because you've, you've, you've now, now you've, you've flew the nest or whatever yeah. the, the phrase is. You're, yeah. you, you, again, you have to look after yourself yeah. um, more. And I think before I used to get a lot of stick from my friends, you'd be like, yeah, of course you can be an entrepreneur and do a yeah. freelance because you're living at home and your mum's doing this and yeah. that. And you're like, okay. Yeah, and and though I never necessarily put it that way, I definitely did frequently remind you how lucky you were to Uh be able to and and how I'd probably be in the same position had I been able to stay Uh in Birmingham and live at home um, doing what you were doing, for example, like that you were in a very fortunate situation and I think that sometimes you underestimated, not that it was disrespectful, but I think you often underestimated some challenges that other people are going to not necessarily really stressful challenges where it's like oh my god my life's falling apart but but just the day-to-day grind of things no it's still a little pain in the ass so it's it's kind of i think you've become i guess what i'm saying is you've become much more grounded in some general realities of living yeah (laughs) in in no disrespectful way because i i would never be disrespectful to how you were living before but i just think I think you just had a little bit more of a realization. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not drastically changed you, but I think you've just had that moment where you've gone, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand that other perspective a little bit more now. And that's been really nice to see, actually, just kind of that that slight 
that more empathy, I think, mm. in, in that. I respect. still have uh, managed to not have to pick up an iron, which is great. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. <laughs> but no, I think, you've, I think you, this has been quite a good year of growth for you. I think you've learned a lot. And actually, thinking about it, I, I think I've learned a lot about myself. And I think I've said this to you I'd before. say you're less. I'd say you're less... Um, sort of panicky around money which is one thing i've noticed you've definitely kind of embraced a bit more social like before i would just not mm. really feel the need to like invite you because i thought oh, he's gonna be like oh, maybe i've got money at the moment but i feel this year you've kind of said actually i've got money i need to prioritize my money to put into more social things as yeah. well and actually integrate myself back into groups of friends that's and- it i think I've, I've relaxed more about so much stuff i think because um because the first few years of being in london um, have been quite tough on many levels, financial, emotional, all sorts of levels. And I feel like this year, although like I've, I've always said it took me three years to actually settle into London, I feel like this year I settled into myself in London. Um, I've, I've become much more carefree. I've become much more kind of like, see what happens. I've become, and you know, there is partly an element of that which probably leads into why my life kind of went into chaos a little bit this year because <laughs> I kind of went well don't stress about it and then it got to a point where it's like okay you probably should stress about it now a little bit um, but I've kind of I feel like much more um, relaxed in myself and I feel like as you say I'm much more social than I was before um, I'm much less stressed about money I'm much less stressed about emotional things as well because i've not let it get on top of me this year so on an emotional level i think this has actually been the easiest year that i've had and i think you'd probably agree with that for the most yeah. part definitely have got off to a rocky start at the start of the year definitely less uh, emotional uh experiences where we've been meeting up and you've been like ah, yeah. losing your head <laughs> yeah most definitely most definitely i've been much more much more chill in almost every respect this year which has been really nice actually Mm-hmm. really nice so i think um to round off the episode coming to the end i thought it might be cool to kind of score our five well what they call the five aspects of life which are work sort of your career career and finances your health mm-hmm. your physical health learning how you feel like you're developing mm-hmm. um social like relationships friendships and stuff like that and then finally spiritual which is relationship with the greater power Mm. so um wayne do you want to start off what would be, what, what would work be in career for it's your interesting one because of most of this i feel like is actually going to be the same answer for most of them um so work career came to a standstill finance better this year yeah much better this year um and i think that's because of the change of job um next year um, I think career is... So rate it now and rate where so, you think okay. it's going to be. So now I would... Out of 10? Yeah. So now I'd say career and finance are kind of separate. So I'm going to yeah, rate yeah, them yeah. both separately. So career, and I'm talking actor career, um, I'd put my career at a two um, <laughs> because it's come to such a standstill. Finance, I'd put it at, say, a four. Nowhere near where I'd want to be, but still comfortable. A four. I think next year, career, uh, I'm going to put it, because I'm so confident in the choice (laughs) I've made, I'm going to put it at, call it a seven. Decent. Um, And I think finance, there's a lot of potential. We've got got things in the pipeline. There's a lot of potential finance. I've actually taken more hours on at work as well. Um, So I'm going to put my finance at maybe about a six or a seven as well. Decent. And it could be higher. It could be much higher. And your health? 
uh, health. So it's getting better already. Health. I've I I didn't get to where I wanted to with my health issue. Um, but I definitely, drastically, even though I didn't get anywhere near where I wanted to get to, I definitely made the improvements. I signed up to the gym. I still go to the gym, not as regularly as I want to do, but I haven't really properly fallen off that horse, which I'm very glad about. Um, bit, been a bit hit and miss. My diet slowly improved over time. So I'd say health, still nowhere near where I want to be, but I'd put it at about a four or five now. Cool. Development, you're so just learning in general educating yourself um educating myself at the minute pretty low pretty low reading books um watching stuff uh i do you know actually no i don't think i'm giving myself enough credit there actually because i've been going to workshops i've been doing stuff so I, i'm gonna put that out of four mm-hmm. um and i mean next year i mean i'm gonna be at an eight or a nine on that because i'm gonna be learning new shit every fucking week so yeah eight or a nine next year social uh social I'd put it as well. I mean, today I'm like, <laughs> all I'm doing is socializing. It seems work related stuff still, but uh, so I'd actually put my social stuff on like an eight or a nine. I'm pretty happy it's with my social up, life yeah. now. Yeah, I definitely think you've raised that one. And spiritual, have oh. you been? Have you been connected to the greater power? Um, you meditating? No. Are you feeling no, one I with haven't. the earth? I put it. I put it at one. It's just not there. Just not there. Get That's that one of the things I really want to work on. Connect spiritual in whatever sense it might be for you, but for me, I definitely need to. Just for me, spiritual stuff is just being kind of one with yourself. Actually, do you know what? Saying that, given everything I've just said. One about, with yourself, but also every, everything around you as well. Just being more. Yeah, I think I'm not giving myself enough credit, actually, because I've done a lot of self self kind of exploration. You're more year. comfortable with yourself. So yeah, that's so I'd, actually, yeah, I'm not, be, I'm not giving myself enough credit. I'd put it at a four. I'd Decent. Four. Next year, I want to do more work on that. I think being at drama school is going to massively help as well. Um, and I want to get into frequent meditation because next year my energy levels are going to be a challenge. So I'm going to need to get on that. So I'm going to, I'm going to aim for seven or eight next year. Yeah. I think what you got to see with these as well is that as you bring one up, it brings another and there's a Mm -hmm. kind of cycle to it. If you start working on your fitness and your health, it brings up your energy levels, means you do better at your work, which means you've got more money to go maybe socialize, which then means you've got more flexibility of your time, which means you put more time into self care and reflection and meditation. Mm -hmm. And so you'll see that these will slowly grow, but also um, they're just a good opportunity to kind of assess how you feel within yourself is a good snapshot of where you're at, but also gives you optimism to see that you can, and grow and improve uh-huh. on those sort of scores for definite so how about you then so work work i'm pre- i'm really happy with at the moment i'd say it's definitely like seven it's there's always let's let's separate career and finance though um career, career specifically career because i as i say i've never been like career driven in a sense of a certain thing i want to do but career in the sense that i now have a business and i'm challenging myself at that mm-hmm. i would say in terms of learning business and stuff that i'd say i'm only at like a four or five in terms of there's so much more learning to do mm-hmm. in having a business finance is like i'm stable like i'm really stable i'm comfortable and stuff like that so i put my finance and i'm still saving and stuff like that so i put my finance at a six or a seven okay my physical health where do you think it's going to be next year Oh, next year, I've career. I'd hope to put up again six or seven, and finances again. I don't. I'm not as so t- like directed on what I want from my finances, but again, an improvement. More business is only going to bring more finances. So again, bring that up to a s- seven, eight. Maybe if I get a bit of investment, who knows what that might do. Mm-hmm. Um, as for my health, I feel like I've been going gym more than ever this year because the gym's across the road. I feel physically fit. I feel really healthy. Um, I'm probably actually weighing the most I've ever weighed, so I've put probably a lot more muscle on. So I'm happy with that. 
health is a good one. I'd say six or seven. I always want to improve every year on my health and fitness. I think for me, it's just a habit now. It's something I just constantly do. I think for me, health is always just going to be a constant improvement. So whether that's seven, eight, nine, I'm just going to keep working on it, keep learning new stuff. And yeah, that'll probably be it. So seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, or nine. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for <laughs> eight. eight. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, because nine and ten would probably be like athlete, but I don't think that's going <laughs> to happen. You're not Olympian level yet. Not yet. I don't think. <laughs> um, learning. This was a really interesting one actually because last year I would have put learning on like a nine and eight or nine. I was just doing so much studying, but this year I think because I've been more in the actual doing the grind of actual work. Like I've actually stepped back. I was looking over my Amazon orders just yesterday and I realized how many books I was ordering last year compared to how many I've ordered this year. And it's just dropped massively. Mm-hmm. Like I've just, whether it's not, I haven't got the time or it's just that now I'm actually just putting into practice all those years of learning. I'd say I'd probably put now my learning, like I'm watching stuff online. I'm educating myself. I'm reading a book maybe once every two weeks, whereas before I was reading like two, three books. Still better than me. I was reading like two, three <laughs> books literally a week. So my learning, I'd say probably like five or six. And I'm listening to podcasts all the time as well. But um, it's nowhere near as high as it was um, last year. And I kind of want to get back into more. What I like now is that when I'm reading books, I'm actually targeting around the problems I'm having. Uh-huh. So like I want to scale up next year my business. So then all the books I'm going to be reading are around those subjects. And so I think I'm going to get a bit more laser beam with what I'm learning rather than actually Scaffling. just learning for the sake of learning mm-hmm. to say, look, I read three books. So next year, hopefully it goes back to like a seven or eight in learning. Nice. spiritual you miss social social oh yeah i think for me i'm always happy with my social i think i put a massive effort in making sure that i'm seeing friends doing stuff with people i want to be around i think having your house has really helped this year as well I think yeah be, i think i think you've become much more social this year because you've had the house you're like come around yeah yeah i think if i'm at home and people have friends around or girlfriends out I'll be like hey get the boys in and stuff like that so for me social's probably gone to like an eight or nine this year mm-hmm. and um, again just I want to keep it at that high level where I'm making sure that I've always got time for my friends mm-hmm. and spiritual I've definitely what about next year and that's what I'm saying I'm going to keep it like at that oh, sort I of see. level eight or nine yeah okay yeah depends you keep skipping it if I can bring it down to like a seven <laughs> and maybe stop seeing Wayne as much that'd be great no, oh yeah no that'd be great <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, spiritual, I'd say, again, I've not been meditating as much as I'd like to. I definitely do. But I do feel more connected. I do I do like make sure that actually I, when I'm walking, I always, especially like I've got such a nice walk to the station from where I am. If I'm by myself, I will kind of walk past and just do like a gratitude walk where I'm just saying, what am I thankful for as I'm walking back to the station? So I do think I'm connected to that. Probably like a five or a six I'd give myself, but... Um, so next year I'd probably want it to be like six, seven. I'd like, I like meditating. Every time I meditate, I feel a lot more kind of control. Mm-hmm. I feel more relaxed. I feel like the ideas come to me, problems are solved while I'm after that. And so I'll definitely increase that. But ultimately, yeah, I'm pretty happy. It's looking good. And yeah, I'm just really, I'm grateful for what I've got this year and hope it continues. Mm. And um, we're just really happy that we're still doing this podcast as well. We get to talk to people. You yeah, are literally sure. seeing our journeys unfold. You, who knows where it's going to be in 10, 15 years or what yeah. we're going to be saying, but we're going to have this and as I a think, record. Yeah, I think this year, I mean, maybe more next year for me, because it'll be interesting what my perspective is when we're podcasting whilst I'm back in training. That'll be really interesting. You might but, even mention acting a little more. Sorry, I know, yeah, sorry, guys, that is going to be... I'm gonna apologize now. That is He could just turn up as different characters every um, single week. We but um it'll be interesting to see because I think this year we've learned so much about 
what we're doing. We've grown so much, and I think things have come into fruition this year quite a lot. Me, much more mindset-wise. I think you, much more from an actual business mm-hmm. perspective. And it's now. I think we're now starting to very much see the fruits of doing this podcast ourselves, and it's starting to pay us back for for doing it which is really nice to see and i think i think you guys as listeners for those that you've been listening for a long time i think you're starting to see now our growth which i'm actually very humbled that because there are people that have been listening from almost day one um i'm very humbled the fact that you guys still keep listening and it 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 spurs us on to keep um keep pushing and keep learning and keep developing and keep growing so I uh, I don't think we could understate, I think, the gratitude we have for those that have been supporting us for so long. Yeah, and I hope that you're just saying that we're truthful and honest with how we're sharing that experience as we change over the years. All the problems we have, it's like when I started a podcast, I'd just step in, put mm. my toes in freelancing. What, four years later, I've now got a business that's doing yeah. pretty well. So it just shows you that we're going to see each other's like journeys and I hope that you guys see that journey and see, yes, you know what, you are going to have a really shit year where nothing happens for you. But who knows? I remember that two years later, Gemma had this or Wayne suddenly got that huge role. Mm. I think that's what you understand. It's not all just rosy. It's going to have its ups and downs. Yeah. It's just, are you still going to stay in the game? That's it. That's it. Great. Um, we've gone a bit long, but I think it's it's an important episode every year. So um, I hope I hope you've learned from what we've learned. I hope it's been valuable for you. Um, if you have had any learnings, please feel free to share it on Twitter at PN underscore podcast hashtag year in review. I think would be yeah, good. It'd be quite cool if you do the um, five aspects. If you put work, health, learning, social and spiritual and then just put next to those on Twitter or Facebook or wherever what you think you're currently at this year and where you'd like to be, that'd be really cool. That'd be great to see. Um, so enjoy the rest of your holiday period. Enjoy New Year's Day. Bring in the New Year right. And uh, if you do have time uh, whilst the holiday period is still running, um, then do take at least a day just to really think about you all the best for 2018 oh yes yeah boy great so uh thanks very much for tuning in and we will catch you next year see you later